everyone, to episode 100 of Respawn Aim Fire, the kick-ass irreverent gaming podcast. We have turned 100 weeks old today. Is that weeks? No. More than 100 weeks. 100 episodes. We're 100 episodes. And boy, have we got more of the same for you. We did not think in advance at all. <laughs> Nothing special about today. <laughs> Except... Uh, we do have some special guests with us today. I'm Chad Michael Ennis, your host. Across the country, we have Holden DePardo. Say au revoir. No, I was going to say hi. <laughs> Tripped you up, because that was a goodbye. Right? That's goodbye yep. in French? I have no Correct. idea. <laughs> and then also across the country, we've got... I didn't know that, though. I just did refuse to say it. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> we've got Evan. Say hi, Evan. Hello, everybody. And halfway in between, we've got <laughs> Nick. Say hey, Nick. Hey, what's going on? We've got both of these guys here. This is kind of rare that we have two people from the same show on our show. Uh, so I want to give you guys an opportunity to tell us where you're from, what you're doing, your life goals, uh, who are your friends, what did you eat today, and tell me your story. Okay. Well, <laughs> I guess, what did I eat today? That's the most yeah. important thing. Yep. Cut some barbecue chicken. I mean, that's... that's yes! Really mm, barbecue that chicken. Chicken breast, chicken thighs, really nuggets... Breasts. Well, it was actually chicken barbecue, so it was like shredded up, and we had it on some rolls, made some chicken yeah. barbecue sandwiches. It's good stuff. Uh, I'm Evan. I currently reside in the Hampton Roads area of Virginia. I work in the IT field, and currently one of the hosts of the Fresh Takes Gaming podcast with my lovely co-host Nick over here. I am a dad and a father. No, a dad and a husband. Multiple families. One's dad, yes. one I'm father. <laughs> That's right. I take care of my spawn. Okay, got it. Got it. <laughs> but yes, I'm a husband and, and a father to a what I'm calling now a soon to be three major. So uh three major. is yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Man, it is it is rough. It is a rough go right now. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh it's it's all good, man. And, uh, yeah, been gaming since probably six or seven years old. Started on the NES, technically. So, yeah, that's me. Now, six or seven years old, gaming on the NES, I assume that just means you found the NES in, like, a box in 2004 and started playing it at age seven. Is that correct? <laughs> that's incorrect. I'm an old okay. dude, man. I'm an old dude. I'm an old dude. I got it under the Christmas tree one year for me. Yeah. Six or seven, yeah. God. Great, Nick. Tell us about yourself. What did you eat? Yeah, today? now Who I feel really, friends? I feel really old now. Um, yeah. So I ate some Fruit Loops. I've been, I, I cooked. Uh, I feel so old. I had Fruit Loops. <laughs> yeah, I had Fruit Loops. Well, that was while I was cooking French toast for my kids. I am, uh, I'm dad of two little spawn that I made that I claim. And then there's uh, my wife. Have been married for 13 years. We live in a lovely state of Congrats. Wisconsin. I currently work in the logistics field, and what that means, it's a fancy way of saying I figure out how to get stuff, whether that's people uh, or things from point A to point B in huge quantities, and it sucks, and I am ready for a change. <laughs> <laughs> huge quantities of people from part A to part B. That's human trafficking. Uh, well, no, <laughs> not, not in a bad way. Not in a bad way. Logistics is just a, a fun <laughs> euphemism for it. Yes, yes. It, it's a better way to say it. It, it reads better. And then, reads uh, better. <laughs> let's see. Officer, it, it's logistics. It's really not <laughs> trafficking, <Logistics>. I promise. <laughs> yes, they don't have documentation, but that doesn't count. 
That's what R. Kelly was involved in, right? Logistics? <laughs> That's exactly what it was. And, and entertainment. Entertainment and logistics. That's what he yeah. was doing. Yeah, that oh sounds good. Right. Um, but yeah, that's that's kind of about it. I am going to wait on my brisket for St. Patty's Day after this, and, and I am hoping that it doesn't taste like ass. So aside from that, that's, just, that's about me. I, I guess I've been gaming since NES, Atari, ColecoVision way back. I'm an old, old boy. I was born in 79, so... Um, Street Fighter 2 is probably hands down one of my favorite games ever. Ken is awesome. Ryu sucks. We, and we, we laid that to rest, man. You can't we, didn't, we didn't. We didn't. That'll, that'll never go <laughs> away. That that'll never go away. We battled it um, out. We did. We did. And you cheated, but it's cool. And uh, <laughs> that's, that's about enough. it. There's about it. I have footage of this combo I pulled on you, man. <laughs> It was good. It was a good combo. It's bullshit. Did you guys see <laughs> there was something going around the internet the last week? There's a a couple of people who were fighting and they were both Ryu and it was Street Fighter Five, I think. And they were just fighting and they were like mirror imaging the same things at a comp at a competition. No, I didn't no, catch that. I haven't seen and that it was one. Just like literally the same moves back and they're just like hitting each other, not doing any damage, and then one guy like beats the other one into just a fraction of health. And then the other one comes back and starts beating the other one, and then they double KO each other at the same time. That is sick. Wow, that's was crazy. Awesome. Was that was that at Evo or? I don't know. I just watched a video that was on Twitter. Hey, <laughs> that's it. That's that's where all the good videos. So drop. it wasn't at Evo. It was at Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> they were competing on Twitter. All events happen on Twitter. <laughs> yes, it's very true. Well, thank you guys for being here and joining us today. It's uh, kind of a slow news week, and we're going to have some fun, but it'll be a little short. As you guys might have um, heard from their descriptions, today is St. Patty's Day for us. Although, from what I can tell, looking at the video, none of us are wasted right now. No. Holden's very, no. very tired, and he's I'm very grumpy. I got a little really sand in his today. vagina, as Cartman would say. I'm wasted. <laughs> I'm wasted on uh, skinny lattes right now. Yes! I've got some aguas frescas. That's Spanish for fresh water. I mean, I could go get some whiskey and just start right now. And well, I don't we'll do, do we'll it. Feel like tequila. We'll just feel like tequila. Double bubble, Every man. 10 minutes. Get, get hot. Oh, my God. <laughs> but we're going to jump in today and start with uh, playtime. We don't normally start here. We usually start with something news-related, but there's just so little news that we're going we're gonna to hold that off. So playtime <laughs> is where we talk about what we played this week, and uh, I don't want to start, so I'm going to have Holden start so we can all laugh at him. Yeah, I didn't play anything this week. <laughs> but you didn't last week either, Chad. <laughs> I had family in town this week, spending that time with them. And then Friday, Arrested Development Season 5 Part 2 yeah, came out. Why did you really not play and, anything? And I just, I, oh man. I, do, you guys, do you guys watch Arrested Development? I, I, I used to back in the it. day. Yeah. yeah okay. I fell off never, of it. Never, oh, when did you fall off? Probably after the second season. Oh, okay. okay. Season yeah. 2, episode 10, about 13 mm-hmm. minutes into it in 12 seconds. There you go. I know that part. I understand. Mm-hmm. That yeah. makes sense. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> well, people who do listen to the show that aren't present <laughs> with me right now, talking to me right now, um, I thought it ended very well. It feels like a good definitive ending for the show. If you were down on kind of the newer episodes, Rest of Development, I think it's worth checking out. I actually liked how it ended. So, And he watched it literally twice in one day. Actually, day. I watched it two and a half, uh, one and a half times. I didn't finish it the second time. I got tired and I fell asleep. The whole season? <laughs> All eight episodes. Oh my god! It's eight eight episodes. Episodes. It was only half a half a season. I'm, I'm it was half a season. On you spending time with family. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. That was Friday. That was Friday. Oh, okay. So okay. yeah, yeah. But no, it was only eight episodes. But I, I love that show. It's a great show. 
It is. That's, that's, back into that's it. what I played this week. So I just wanted to share that. <laughs> played time management that's awesome. with Netflix. And I played the time management game logistics. very well. That's why I'm so tired. <laughs> I, I'm not a horrible person. I'm not involved in logistics, okay? Oh, ow! <laughs> Evan, what did you play this week? I, man, I, I'm like ADHD with video games. I kind of ping pong all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, I completed the story of Anthem today. All right. Yes. Can nice. you call it a story? That's the biggest question on everyone's mind. Can you call it a story? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. God, that was like you really had to think about that. <laughs> yeah. Well, see, because I'm trying to d- divide the line between story and lore, right? So, okay, okay. okay. Destiny's okay. full of lore, no story. But Anthem yeah. sounds like it might have a story. Anthem, uh, but yeah, it's very it's very typical sci-fi tropey kind of story, but it is what it is. Leaves you no spoilers here, but there's a you know cliffhanger ending where they're like, oh, we could expand, you know, leave room to expand the story. Right. Uh, other than that, played some Ring of Elysium. What is that? Which, oh, I've never man. heard of that. DS Club, they're gonna get me started, man. It's piece, piece is, of is this a continuation of Elysium, the Neil Blomkamp movie? That yeah, was with Matt Damon. No. Oh, Matt God, Damon. No. Matt Damon. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a battle royale um, developed by Tencent. Okay, oh, okay. we know all those. Yeah. yeah, So basically, it's the better version in my mind of PUBG. It's not as okay. it's not as sweaty as PUBG, but there's no building like Fortnite. It's kind of like the happy middle ground that I found. Okay, and it doesn't get a lot of cred, unfortunately. It just doesn't get a lot of credibility, but it's a good game. Ring of Elysium, that's the name of it. Yes, yep. It's a really good BR game. Looks beautiful, right. nice weather effects. But then, what I, consoles is it on? <clears throat> PC. PC. Okay. Yeah. PC and you, you called PUBG sweaty. I've never heard anyone <laughs> refer to a game like that. What, what does that mean? <laughs> There's just so much perspiration. It's just, it's just so much perspiration. Like, as soon as you drop it, it's like palms start sweating. It's just like real. You're on your edge the whole time. It's okay. I, don't, I guess that's the best way to put it. Sweaty. All right. Yeah, palm sweaty. It's, just, it's palm tense. Spaghetti. Yeah, it's a tense. Bottom on the sweater already. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. But um, and then have I you seen the remix of that where it's just mom spaghetti over and over? Everything is mom <laughs> no. spaghetti. It's so good. No. <laughs> I have to look that up. I have to look that up. And then I tried out a game called uh, God Eater Three. I've heard of God Ooh, Eater. I've seen a lot of box art for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I've, I've never seen that in a store. <laughs> um, I played about 90 minutes of it, and I probably won't be back to it. Just, <laughs> okay. Just, be, just Not great. Because visually, beautiful gameplay mechanics. Cool. Finds like a Monster Hunter type of, type of deal. But the, the dialogue, I just... <clears throat> just couldn't oh, get, that's it, important. get past it yeah yeah is that kind of like over exposition heavy kind of like uh the kind of dialogue you see like jrpgs a lot or just over exposition heavy yeah, yeah way too much explanation therefore the scene's like 10 minutes long and needed to be <laughs> yep. like i'm, I'm yep. like yeah, I got I, I point. i'm you. just i'm just hitting b to to skip through like, yeah the, the yep. subtitles of the of the the dialogue i'm just like uh no so <laughs> but yeah that's what i've been playing nice we're going to kick it on over to Basketball. <laughs> <Nick. laughs> Sorry. Halfway through that, I was like, remember that JT sketch from SNL? No. <laughs> you don't? He's like no, dressed up like the Basketball guy. He's like, coming on down to Basketball. Justin Timberlake, you don't remember that? Okay. Nope. Nope. I'm sorry. Right. <laughs> Good segue, uh, though. Let's go. Yeah, solid. Let's Thank talk you. to Nick now. Nick, what did you play this week? Well, I... Uh... <laughs> 
I actually worked a lot. <laughs> I was out of town, so I wasn't <laughs> able to play anything. So I binged watched Umbrella Academy. Yeah, finally, okay. f- finally okay. finished uh, Breaking Bad. Uh, it's been years. Yes. Like I've been on the last yes. four episodes of that. So, you had a good uh, week. It was okay. It was all right. And then um, today, I, or yesterday, I went to the hospital because I, I pulled my groin. And no, it wasn't Ooh. due to masturbation. Sexually. So it wasn't even fun. Yeah. <laughs> that is one way of pulling your groin. <laughs> so I've just kind of been hanging out. I've been chilling with the kid playing uh, Terraria. He's he's like addicted to that, like crack. So I've been getting getting schooled by a six-year-old on how to play the game. <laughs> Fantastic. Nice. <laughs> Did you know, though, that even while you're on the road or working, you can still play your PlayStation 4 via the beauty of remote play on iOS and Android? <laughs> Segway. Oh, wow. That's what I did. I played a little bit of DMC this week via remote play. No, I literally played like four seconds of it just in the void little practice area to see how it worked. And uh, uh, it's okay. You can do it. DMC 5 or? DMC 5, yep. Well, this is also, you said, I think last week you said that you can always use touch controls. You cannot use... A controller if you I don't, in, in I don't have a third party Bluetooth iOS controller, so okay. I don't know if that's an option, but you definitely cannot use a DualShock. Mm. But even the touch controls weren't too bad, actually. Like, I was just messing around, and it was like, eh. if for some <laughs> reason I, like heroin, needed to play Devil May Cry 5, I could probably do it, but. Yeah, I it, yanked the headphone cable out, so I missed everything you just said. But yeah, that's a good it's point. All right. It's not important <laughs> to you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, caveat there, it worked well in my apartment on the same Wi-Fi network. It did not have a fast enough internet connection at work to work, to function. Okay. There we go. You'll use the second uh. word there. <laughs> um, but the game, Devil May Cry 5, <laughs> fucking the coolest game I have ever played. It is the definition of cool. The environments, the bad guys, the, <laughs> as our... As our, um, is this just like an in the moment thing, or is it really the coolest game? Yeah, no, it it's really like, um, is yeah. the coolest game. Okay, the characters are so cool. You're like, I just want to fucking be that person. And then it's like overly hyped entrances of characters. Like you're like, hey, I need to uh, get some some upgrades in the middle of my mission. You go to a phone and you're like, boop, hey, I need you. And instead of like someone coming up or a van pulling up, van fucking busts out of the ground and the earth and or like crashes through the wall of the building and like bounces on the ground. It's like, hey, I'm here. What do you need? Just, just such a cool <laughs> shit for the just literally for the sake of looking cool. It's so impractical. But it is the coolest game I've ever played. And it is fucking gorgeous you guys it's on the same re engine that resident evil 2 and resident evil 7 was on and you would think oh those are really slow zombies and not a whole lot is happening from moment to moment so obviously this engine would suffer when you have lots of enemies on the screen and you're doing crazy stylish combos and it doesn't it doesn't fall apart and it's so fucking cool so i took a lot of screenshots holden has all of them in our traditional (laughs) fashion that's all of them uh, I'm maybe a third. Of the, there are 20 chapters in the game, and I'm in the start okay. of chapter seven. Gotcha. Um, but I've played as as Nero, which is the guy they introduced in Devil May Cry Four. Yep. Uh, that's the, the only that Devil May Cry triggered? I played. Yeah, has, like the double trigger on. Okay. Yeah, and I in this the one, demo there's a ton of options. Months ago. Yeah, there's a free demo out for it too. Yeah. If you guys are interested. Yeah, in, like, I played the demo like, like a month or so ago. It was good. I mean, I enjoyed it. I just hadn't picked up the game yet. Yeah, it's great. And then I also played as V. There's a new character, V, who instead That's of That's the fighting, one with the cane, right? <clears throat> yeah, it kind of like 
Kylo Ren looking fuck with the cane. He said it interesting. <laughs> You're more controlling <laughs> demons and like having them attack enemies. Yes. So instead of having like with Nero, you attack with your sword as your strong attack. Mm-hmm. Instead of that, right. he has a panther that he summons, a little shadow panther, and he's your strong attack. And then with Nero, you have a ranged gun. And then with V, instead of having a gun, you have this bird that this griffin that flies around and he shoots lightning and shit like that. He's your ranged attack. And then they weaken all the enemies and then you hit O and you like teleport to them and banish them for good. And then you also have this like giant golem that you can summon throughout as well. That's pretty that awesome. sounds pretty badass. Yeah. And you can even get a skill to let you it. Yeah. It sounds, it sounds so worth cool. looking into at the very least. Yeah. I am not a devil may cry fan. Usually I've played number four and I had a good time with it and I haven't played any of the rest. Uh, but this is, legit it might just be like i'm in that honeymoon phase with it but it (laughs) maybe in my top 10 games of the generation you're seven twentieths to the game right now chad (laughs) you're right i'm seven twentieths but have you played the demo holden i told you there's no i haven't yeah it is so fucking fun it's a good demo i'll try it out um i'm I've never been huge on action games mm-hmm. before, um, unless like in Dark Souls, where I have like a stand- stamina to kind of think about. I don't know, like kind of just like the combos and just like slashing things up. Like God of War never really liked that so much, but I did like the new God of War game, and that's less like the old ones. I feel like this is Devil May Cry Five is more like the old God of War games. I feel in terms of how it's an action game more so than the new God of War game is. Am I making any sense right now? Yeah, yep. I'm tracking. I'm okay. with you. Okay. Um, so I, I might because I feel like that's a good like door into action games for me coming from God of War, but I just don't know if I want to do it. I think you might have to force me to play this one with your your yearly. <laughs> I might if I get to the very end. We have we've agreed one game throughout the year. We're allowed to make the other person play. Ooh. Oh, oh, yeah. I like that. I like that. That's I, like I get to the end of this game and I like it. It's like Holden, you have to play this game. Okay, I, I, I like th- that idea. Yeah, I, I need. I feel like I need to understand action games better. So it might be a good way of doing it. But I just there's so many games I have to play already that oh, there's just so many games I have to play. Like Sekiro comes <laughs> out in a oh, not Sekiro even a week. comes out in a, a fucking five days. This was gonna God. happen, Chad. This was gonna happen. I'm gonna print it right now a lot on this podcast. Unless today. you finish DMC five by Friday when Sekiro oh, comes will. out. Okay, if you don't though, you'll never finish that game. You don't know that because Sekiro <laughs> will come <laughs> out. You don't know me. <laughs> This is true. You didn't finish Dark Souls three because you made it the final boss, then stopped. <laughs> you need to get yep. back on that. That's right. It's better than me. I, I think I took Shoot. out the the Guardians of the Abyss or whatever it is. Oh, and those then I got hard. And then I got lost, and I said, "Fuck this game," and never went back. <laughs> <laughs> so it's further than I got in Dark Souls one, where I bought it. <laughs> Not as far as I got. Yeah, nice. I, I, fortunately, I have to say the same thing. I bought it and just I haven't finished it. Not even close. I actually just restarted it this week. And I played five minutes of it, and then no, I can't right now. So technically, I did play something this week. Five minutes of Dark Souls. <laughs> yeah. Nice. That's, that's that's about as much as I got in the first Dark Souls. I was like, oh, I sat out of fire. Good game. <laughs> fire looks great. Well, nothing else can top that. <laughs> yeah. Clearly, we've peaked. Uh, I played two other things. One, Borderlands 2 VR got support for the PlayStation AIM controller. So I was like, all right, I want to try this out again. I played it with the DualShock, and I was like, this is a fun way to play it. And I played it with the Move controllers, and I was like, this is the less ideal way to play it. And then I played it with the AIM control, and it, that is the definitive way to play Borderlands 2 in VR. So much so that the other two times that I played, I was like, 
mm, this is great, but I probably won't continue. And then this one, I in my head, I'm conflicted. Like, do I actually want to commit to playing this all the way through again for like the fifth time as well, or <laughs> do I just play around a little bit and leave it as like a tech I demo? Mean, <laughs> that Borderlands Three game is obviously going to be sooner rather than obviously. later. So like, so obvious with all the teases so on Twitter. Obviously. Yep, they're going to so drop obvious. it. So, so I kind of if that does get announced, that then makes me want to go back and play Borderlands Two again, 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 again. And I might have to. But if you have Borderlands Two VR, check out the PSV, the PS Aim controller because it's awesome. And then your boy got the platinum Here trophy in Beat Saber. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Damn! I am so fucking good at this game. I mostly just want this to be a brag section. <laughs> they released. <laughs> new no, he deserves. He deserves to. He does. Uh, no, he totally they, deserves to. They re- released yeah. a new music pack for okay. Beat Saber this week. Monster Cat something or other, uh, and it's ten new songs. And right off the bat, I just jumped in on expert mode. I was like, "All right, I'm coming back to Beat Saber. I haven't played it in a couple of weeks. We'll see how good I still am." Every single song, first playthrough, A, boom, damn, got an A. Second playthrough, every single song got at least an S. Two songs got a double S. Ooh, ooh. One song, I am number 10 in the world at that song right now. Damn. Dear God, man. Boom! Every, just about every week, Chad claims to have played about a full day's worth of Beat Saber <laughs> in, terms of, in terms of play hours. I had to play... You play a lot to of To get Beat the Saber. Platinum Trophy, the only two trophies I had remaining were earn a million points... And play for 24 hours cumulative. It doesn't have to be all at one time. So Within I, a week period. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I had to play seven hours of Beat Saber in the last four days, and it was so worth it. I was so sweaty. My PSVR is so disgusting and, like, peeling and falling apart because of all the sweat. But, goddamn, I'm so happy. I have the Platinum Trophy now. And now I can. now that I have all the trophies... I can actually start going to like expert plus and not feeling guilty about sucking at that while I learn it because I'm like, oh, I'm not earning enough points to contribute to the trophy or all this shit. Now I've got it. Man. Pressure's off. Congrats congrats on that, man. Thank you. Thank you. I've seen people play that game and I don't think I could do it. I I think I'd end up hanging myself with the controllers. There's a whole Reddit thread dedicated to Beat Saber injuries. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing this one is like i've got tendonitis in my bicep now i apparently like oh people are talking oh my about God. anti-fatigue mats and stuff like that they're putting in their gaming rooms it's yeah. the evolution of we elbow yeah that's yeah, right exactly. <laughs> yeah i did so i do crossfit as well and there was a, a big crossfit workout this week that everyone in the world did that was involving a lot of lifting weights overhead and then swinging from a pull-up bar so my arms were already toast from all of that. And I came home and I was like, hey, let's play two more hours of Beat Saber right after this. And my shoulders <laughs> almost separated from my body. It was awful. Oh, my God. So I definitely get that. Yeah. Uh, and then the last thing I'll say about Beat Saber is that it is now officially my favorite VR game. And it is absolutely on my top ten list of favorite games of all time. It's just so fucking good. Have you ever played Ghost Giant since you're a PS, PS dude? I have never heard of Ghost Giant. Check it out if you're in a VR. It's it's the one that's making me want to buy uh, PSVR. Ghost Giant. See, yep. the thing about PSVR, I have to have a PS4 first. Yes. You do. Yes. So that is, it's that's that's not true. That's not true. You can actually still buy the PSVR on its own. And I'll just sit the, there. 
<laughs> there's just nothing you can yeah, use it for. Yeah, yeah so. that's very true. Very true. Yeah. This game looks adorable. Why have I never heard of it? I don't know. A3 2018 <laughs> reveal trailer. Maybe I did see it and then I blocked it out of my memory. <laughs> blocked the memory. Oh, it was it was a traumatic experience. You had to block it. <laughs> that's it. So that's all I played this week, and that's all everybody played this week, and we're going to move on to our quest log. Starting out with some fetch quests, which are mostly just headlines, and there's not much else to discuss around them, but we're going to talk about them anyway. Speaking of PSVR, there is a patent that suggests that PlayStation VR 2 will be wireless. This comes from Cameron Corliss from Game Rant, and uh, my only response to this is, yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, well, it should should be at this point. The next yeah. iteration should be yep. right. I mean, Vive is I, that I way now. So. Yep, Oculus, uh, Oculus has go. theirs. Yep. Like, yep. Are, that's the next step. Yeah, it's a little bit different though. I I'd be concerned about <laughs> like how many hours straight have you played Beat Saber before, Chad? Hours straight? Yeah, three, three. Yeah, no VR headset in the market would last that long in a, in wireless mode. You don't the think go, so? Maybe. I mean, no. I assume you would have yeah. to, two, be able to watch two and a half whole for the go. In it. Yeah. The go is only two, two and a half hours. I can't imagine that the Vive is going to be much better than that, considering what that's processing instead. So I don't really know. Sorry, we'll have to should I have played for three hours? Absolutely not. There were, <laughs> there were, that was today. I was playing for three hours today, and I was like, I'm three hours away from the trophy, so I, I got to play it all in one. But. Okay. Halfway through, I was definitely like, my arms are dead. I'm so tired. I've got to eat food. <laughs> but also, I'm so close to this trophy. So maybe it's a good thing that the battery dies. Yeah. But anyway, what else VR is ideal, but just battery life, I think, is a concern. So we'll see how that plays out. It's yeah, probably at least like... electricity becomes a thing at the same time. True that. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah, True yeah, wireless yeah. charging from across the room. Boom. I mean, Science. Tesla did invent wireless charging already. He did do that. There you go. It's a thing. Uh, it is a so thing. Just park your Tesla. Just, in your just don't room. walk in between with charging and, and you know without putting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm like we are just stepping closer, and closer yeah. to ball cancer. <laughs> so when you're in VR, and you can clearly see that electrical flow. You know, yeah, it's gonna be fine. Yeah. Now, yeah. do you think this will be if it, if this? I mean, this makes sense. They're going to come out with this. Do you think it'll be introduced with PS5, the next generation console? Or you think it's going to yeah. be something still? Yeah, I think that they have got as much as they possibly can power-wise. I mean, with the PS4 Pro plus the breakout box plus all the sensors on the headset, like they are, they are pushing. That thing sounds like a jet yeah. engine while I'm using it. I'm actually <laughs> curious it's going to play out. Are they going to show off the PS5 and then say PSVR works with PS5? And then later on, in a separate announcement, show PSVR 2 to kind of give it its... Because they say that PSVR is its, its own kind of uh, platform. Yeah. So they mm-hmm. want to have two platforms being discussed simultaneously. They might, but they might not. So I actually also, have no idea. if you release them both at the same time, that's like a grand that you're wanting people to spend at once. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. True. True. So cool. next we'll up, Left but it makes Dead sense Studio. because there's all the PS. Sorry, the, all the PS. Uh, blah, the silicone apparently in PS5 is tailored for PS VR two. So maybe they want to highlight that at the launch as well. So I'm going to I'm going to whisper this so that you don't get embarrassed. Um, silicone is for breast implants. I, I always do this. Silicone. Silicone. <laughs> silicone. I always do this. It's all right. It's all right. No one else knows. No one else knows. Like Kings. like like uh, Ubisoft. I'll get it eventually. <laughs> Ubiquitous software. It, I, I called it Ubisoft for the longest time. No, I still Ubisoft. do that sometimes, man. Yeah. It just and I think I still might call it uh, uh, silicon. I'm gonna call it silicon from now on. Silicon. Just just take no? just make it a schwa. Take the vowel out completely. <laughs> I'm just gonna shut up. 
So I'll practice on my own in front of a mirror many times. <laughs> <laughs> That's just going to happen. Jack, here's up. five audio recordings of me saying the word. <laughs> and I'll just tell dub me which, in one, which sounds one sounds the best. Sounds best. Like All Siri, right. when you mispronounce for Siri, she's like, which one of these sounds the best? Anyway, <laughs> Left for Dead Studio Turtle Rock announces zombie shooter Back for Blood, the number four, which is not a battle royale. It comes from Chris Carter at Destructoid. This is the first thing we've seen from Turtle Rock since they did Evolve, and then mm-hmm. they also previously did Left 4 Dead series for Valve, and uh, what did they do right before that? Something important. Probably anyway, Ocarina of Time or something like that. It that was sounds of time. right. Yeah. Yeah. Valve or Mario 64. Ocarina of Time. Yeah. yeah. Um, I assume that it is going to be a zombie game, has going to PvP as well as uh, campaign. Uh, not a battle royale, and yeah, I assume it's going to be kind of in that same style based mm-hmm. on just the fact that it's zombies and it has the number four in the title. Yeah. They said it's going to be a lot new in it, so it's not just a continuation. It's not Left 4 Dead 3, but yeah, we'll see. Dope. I'm down. <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, Hold on, I'm going to let I'm you take this last it. one because pff, I don't give any shits about it. So I'm going to let someone who <laughs> does like it talk. You just broke Nick's heart. <laughs> oh. So No Man's Sky is going to have an update coming out in the summer. It's going to be called Beyond. And it's going to be apparently three updates they wanted to do, but they said, hey, we'll just package them together as one, release it all in the summer. And we know one of those is going to be something called No Man's uh, Man's Sky Online. We don't know what the other two are. They've teased them. They've said there's going to be three. Uh, There's, I think someone is saying that there's a chance it could be VR, but I think that's just speculation. I think they've already said they're not going to do VR, but that was a few years ago. So I don't know what's going to happen there. But I just want more content in that game in terms of like story stuff and I'll return to it again That's Nick all. do you like No Man's Sky? I do actually I am a huge fan of the game I love uh, I love what they did as far as turning that entire train wreck around I think that a lot of I, uh, I think a lot of developers could learn a lot that. from what they did and how they handled that situation because it was it was a fucking mm-hmm. disaster and then, they're also a small studio they had every yeah, race oh, it was tiny it. yep yeah, and the do and their 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 front man was just he was just stacking up the failure for him, like everywhere he went, he just kept stacking it up, and it was like you were such a dick. I'd have kicked his ass in the <laughs> fucking parking lot. I'm like, all right, man, I told you last time, don't say that shit again. And there you were in that damn interview saying it. Now now I got to put hands on you. You know, but, what's funny uh, is I don't think he's been good. interviewed once since that game came out. No, he hit Sean him, man. He hit. Yeah, him. I don't blame yeah. him. No, I don't blame him either. Makes sense. <laughs> Didn't they also have, I don't know whether this was prior to or after the launch of it, didn't they also have, like, a giant flood that destroyed a lot of their equipment and stuff, too? Oh, I don't know. I don't it's know Hello Games, that. right? Mm-hmm. That's yep. Yeah, Hello Games, yeah. Yep. I feel like that sounds right. I'm now saying it's fact. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> Prove me wrong. So good for them it's... for overcoming that flood. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Good on them. <laughs> whether or not it happened. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, they got a flood of bad press after that game came out. So there was a flood that that they survived either way. Yep. So we're not wrong. Good pun. We just don't understand. Moving on to our Microsoft (laughs) Quest log. Microsoft had an inside Xbox this month, and we've got some news that came from that. First is Microsoft bringing Xbox Live to iOS and Android, enhancing its game creation ecosystem for all (laughs) devs. Now, I'm going to start by saying... I think we, as an industry, completely overhyped what we thought all of this was going to be. Technically, they do still have something to reveal at GDC this week. But uh, it turns out that this is just an SDK to bring Xbox Live features to mobile. So you can have your achievements come over, your gamer score, your 
all of that fun stuff, your friends list, family settings, all that kind of fun stuff. Um, similar to what they already do with games like Wordament on iOS where you can earn achievements and stuff like that. But those were all published by Microsoft. This allows anyone to have those same things brought in. They also at the same time announced Microsoft GameStack, which is further support for developers through the development process to create one end-to-end developer-friendly ecosystem. I think I mentioned that this is exactly what I thought this announcement was going to be. I was like, oh, yeah, this is going to be similar to Epic's tools to help for, like, cross-progression and cross-play. I thought cross-progression yeah. was going to be part of this, but it seems like maybe not. Even yeah, it like, could be part of Xbox Live. We were pretty skeptical from the beginning on the multiplayer front because mm-hmm. they like, – not every publication, but so many <laughs> publications were saying Xbox Live multiplayer is coming everywhere. And then they would quote a block of text from the schedule at GDC, none of which said multiplayers. <laughs> like, I don't know where, <laughs> yeah. where that was coming from. Hashtag but hopeful. <laughs> exactly, yeah. exactly. But this makes a ton of sense. It gets people going, oh, I already have a gamer score, so I'll get an Xbox. Absolutely. Makes sense. Yeah, it totally makes sense. Totally Something else they announced at the same time was that they don't have anything to announce as far as Switch goes currently. Yeah. Everyone thought this was all going to come at once because I think the GDC the it GDC did say Switch. thing, like the title of it is like Xbox Live on iOS and Switch and all this goddamn shit. Yeah. But, yep. That's, uh... Yeah, I don't know. I'm, yeah. I just like Phil Spencer, man. Me too. So I, say, yeah. I Me like too. that guy. I want him to win. And I think he's winning exactly. so many things. Yep. Yeah. It totally is. <laughs> you guys Wait, actually, I mean, it's, you do your show on Mixer, right? Yes. Yep. So you guys yes. bought hardcore into that Microsoft ecosystem. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Microsoft water bottle. Water nice. Bottle. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I got, I'm all there, there you go. There you go. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean,. I mean, it's been disgusting all over the industry. Like, Microsoft is definitely making moves to be the most consumer-centric of the software-slash-platform companies out there, at least in my opinion, based on Absolutely. stuff Phil's doing. You know, the Game Pass stuff, the you know adaptive, adaptive controller stuff, you know, now with the SDKs for mobile and possibly, you know, possibly going to switch. So, I'm on board, man. I'm yeah. on board. I absolutely love what they're doing, and I hope that pushes the other companies to kind of follow suit, too. Speaking of being pro-consumer, Halo, the Master Chief Collection, is coming to PC and Steam. Yes! This is the first time (laughs) that a Halo game, the game you associate with Xbox, has been available on Steam. We've had Halo and Halo 2 on PC before, downloadable through the Microsoft Store, but they are (laughs) now giving that to a third party, which is dope! It's amazing. Uh, so Master Chief Collection is coming out, including Halo Reach. If yep. you buy it new on PC, I think. Yes, I believe that's the, I believe that's <laughs> right. Yep. And it's launching on PC staggered as well. Like it, Halo Reach is what you get first, and they're kind of rolling out. Yeah, the they're other doing games. a chronological release of it based on the Halo universe. Gotcha. If you, will. Uh, if you are playing on Xbox One and you already own the game, Halo reaches an added DLC. You will get some multiplayer maps for free, but then some modes and the campaign are extra. And then if you're playing on Xbox Game Pass, it's all good. Mm-hmm. It's all, it all good. Yep. Best yep. $10 you can spend per month. Fact. Yep. I think that's huge. Like, them finally releasing a Microsoft published game on Steam. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, again, going back to... Well, you said they, they want to be ubiquitous, right, with gaming. So go where the people are on whatever that platform is. Most yep. of the PC gamers are on Steam. That's the largest 
software distribution platform that's for gamers on that ecosystem. So smart move. I think it's just a, I think it's just business. I'm yeah. just excited Smart to business. see Master Chief as a part of the Smash Brothers lineup. That's that's what I really want to see. That's when I'll know I, it's really I taken off. So bad. 100% think that could actually happen. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's Fact. so close to happening. And then Speaking his, of more uh, Halo. Shadow character could be Cortana. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Holy shit. No, that sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> or what if what if uh, Cortana's like an Echo character of Zero Six Echo. Samus? Uh, that, oh, there you go. That'd be pretty there hot. You go. There you go. Yeah, I like it. I like it. More Halo news. Apparently, they are sending way too much pizza to 343 Industries after Master Chief Delicious PC announcement. This is from Colin Stevens at IGN. There was a a Reddit user who apparently posted, hey, if Halo gets announced for PC, I'll send the first 343 Studios person who responds to this thread pizza. And then it got announced for PC, and so many other people joined in and keep sending pizza and pizza and pizza. And they're like, guys, like it's becoming a logistics issue. All this food is going to go to waste. Please stop sending us pizzas. Thank you. But stop sending us pizzas. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good problem to have, though. I mean, yeah. Pizza. Mm. It's nice to see appreciation like this, though, in the community. It is. It really yeah. is. Yes. Yeah. And then 343 responding back was also really good, too. They gave uh, – there's a basically – it's called a Last Slice skin, which is a skin for your gun. That's basically makes it look like a pepperoni pizza. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow <laughs> i didn't know about that that's awesome yeah that's all, that is awesome there is one more thing that. since we have so few news stories to talk about today there's one more thing that came out of that xbox inside xbox was the first demo of project x cloud did you guys watch this at all no. i caught, I caught I the clip of it yeah they brought the uh control out on stage to whatever her name is i can't remember her name the british okay, chick with blonde hair right yeah <laughs> that's actually her first and last name yes the british chick with blonde <laughs> the hair british and, chick with, uh, and the last name with blonde hair with one, yeah. Um, well, there's a middle name as well, but you know what I mean. It's her full yeah, name. Totally. <laughs> and yeah, they, there's a uh, Forza Four. I yeah, they had on Android. Great device. choice of game. Doesn't require a whole yeah. lot of button input as long as you hold a trigger and occasionally move the thumbstick, <laughs> and that's all she did. That's, yeah, I mean that's that was basically it. It was, it was you know it's maybe just you know little, some folks that are like oh wow that's awesome whatever like but if you really to the more trained eye <laughs> what. Yeah. Really important question here. Was the streaming able to show off all the seasons? Because the seasons change everything. <laughs> seasons are everything in that game. They're everything in that game. There yeah. were there were season. There was one season. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Um, so they were in California then, just the one season? But, Is that, that where they were? Yeah, that sounds right. Uh, right. It, cool. You probably could, she could have been watching a YouTube video with an Xbox controller in front of her, and you probably would have had the same exact. <laughs> that would have been hysterical if like annotations started coming up. And all that. <laughs> random ad yeah. just pops up yeah. for like Rogaine or something. Yeah, yeah exactly. Shows don't up look, at the don't look. Yeah, buy so, IGN merchandise at. The video quality was <laughs> impressive. They showed off like I guess the prototype of the clip that holds your phone on the Xbox controller, which yep. is cool. Um, this it could end up being really cool. Uh, I'm not quite sure how it's going to perform lag-wise, though. I, I think they chose that game very much on purpose, and she did not do well. She crashed after turning, like, yeah. her first turn. Cool. Yeah. It's a good yeah. sign. Well, if it's anything <laughs> like... So, this is not even... It's... Yeah, it kind of works. It kind of fits in with this streaming technology, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Steam uh, did update to their Steam Link... Any... Steam Link uh, software, which allows you to stream, kind of like the PlayStation version. On the same right. Wi-Fi network, you can do that. Well, now it's Steam Link anywhere. So you can stream from your PC at home 
to your device, phone, tablet, whatever, on any network. As long as the connection's good. And I That's actually dope. tested it. I was playing Firewatch on my phone at work on my LTE connection. That's awesome. It was, yeah, it was very minimal, minimal <laughs> latency. So I was kind of impressed with that. So Microsoft has a lot of money. I'm pretty confident they'll... They're, uh, yeah, their infrastructure is really, really strong. I mean, yeah. The three companies that have the best internet infrastructure are Google, Amazon, and Microsoft. Those are the three companies yep. that could potentially own video streaming. Google's going into it. Microsoft's yes. going into it. I think Amazon was rumored to be going Amazon's into it. Amazon's rumored, yeah. yeah. Yep. So, yeah. They've had their gaming division for a while. But yes. They have. Oh, that's right. We went to their website, and it like basically blatantly said, we want to do game streaming at some point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. There is also, saying uh, it outright. On that same idea of Steam Link, Microsoft also announced that you can now stream your PC games to your Xbox. Yeah, they did. I haven't tested that yet, but I, I'm, I'm Anecdotally, apparently Which is a hit terrible. Oh, so now it's not a hit to Steam. Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> like things like there is no keyboard support, virtual or physical. So as long as you don't have to type anything, you're good. But it's a PC, so <laughs> oops. Oops. Um and apparently it just does not run well. Or if you So there's not even the option to use the D pad on your Xbox controller to use the like the virtual keyboard. You can't even do there's that. There's no virtual keyboard. There's just no, there's, there's no oh wow. my god. That's impressive. But, uh, I mean, what? it's intended specifically that's, that's for not the game. That's <laughs> depressing. <laughs> like, no, that's an impressive oversight. That's <laughs> okay. Yeah, yes, an impressive oversight. Yeah. Damn. But apparently, it, it takes. Uh, it's a big pain in the ass to get it set up and actually Which, running, and then when you do, it doesn't function well. This all means that we all hate Phil Spencer now, right? Mm-hmm. We have to switch yeah. sides. It Screw that guy. They, they need Nick and logistics <laughs> to make sure these things don't happen. <laughs> He's got so much manpower with all that logistics. Yep. <laughs> all right. Well, that wraps up our Microsoft news. We're going to jump into our sponsorships, but we don't have sponsors because we're babies. We sponsor you instead. So we have a couple ways that we do that. One of them is through the participation award. A participation trophy. Hold and change it in the, in the template. A oh, Participation I- trophy. I did choose the template. I thought already. You're a no, whore. it says award. <laughs> yep. In the notes, in the notes that were sent to me, it says award. Just yeah. you know, I'm not so picking sides. I'm not picking favorites. Yeah, I'm just it's award. <laughs> um, because we turned two years old, and this is our hundredth episode, we wanted to celebrate a bit by doing one of these every single week of March. So you guys have a chance to win twenty bucks to the gaming service of your choice every single week of March. And shit, I just disappeared it on my phone. Oh, there it is. Do okay. I get a trophy? Because I just changed the trophy. No. Okay, <laughs> no. <laughs> so in order to enter yourself into that, this week you had to tweet, my favorite at Respawn Fire memory is, tell us what your favorite memory was. There were seven of you that participated, and most of you loved that we were going to get in a huge fight with Engage Family Gaming. So you guys really want to see us fail. Um, (laughs) it's not nice to beat up a family gaming podcast right right so we would abstain from that fight which would get our asses kicked so we would we would fail honorably Mm -hmm. but one of you guys is going to win 20 bucks right now hey siri pick a number one to seven For is Dustin Hill. Actually, I think maybe he found us due to Engage Family Gaming. I think that's right. So great, Dustin. You get to see us go down miserably and have 20 bucks in your pocket all at the same time. Uh, I'll tweet you. And then for this week, 
everyone. We want to know what you want from the future of Respawn Name Fire. So, again, I'll put up a post on Twitter. It'll be our pinned tweet for the week. I want you to say, I want from at Respawn Name Fire, and then tell us what you want. Do you want video content? Do you want us to do only game on game show every single week? Do you want Holden to be replaced by <laughs> the Michelin Man? <laughs> I just talked How to is him that different than what's going on already? <laughs> You're talking back. Uh, then... <laughs> Damn. And I'm going to change the hashtag this time because participation trophy on Twitter just brings up a ton of Donald Trump posts. Oh, God. So <laughs> instead, we're going to change it to hashtag birthday trophy because it's our two year birthday. So do the hashtag birthday trophy. That's how I'll find it. And then we also have hashtag thanks for creating where we thank people who make games and all of the things that go into it. And this week we are going to thank the actress who portrayed your favorite female character in a game. Ooh. Find out who plays that person. Reach out to them on some form of media or email and let them know, hey, thanks for making this cool thing. Mm. Finally, our mm. barf for the month backlog accomplishment with Respawn and Friends is Kingdom Hearts. Again, you guys have till the end of April to play this one. Holden's already started it. I've not even bought it yet because I'm hoping if we get to the end of April, <laughs> maybe we'll change our mind and I can have played something else instead. <laughs> I'll say, this, this, is this, is, this is where I've landed. I was going to try to just binge play Kingdom Hearts before Sekiro came out. Then I realized I'd have to then wait a month and a week before I could talk about it, which means that I would just forget about the game completely. Because yeah, I played Sekiro in the meantime. Sekiro in the meantime. So I'm just going to just kind of slowly play it throughout the next few weeks, and it's going to be Great. a really painful two months. <laughs> I'm going to have to binge it all in like four days. I'm going to hate myself for it. You are because gonna at hate that point, for it. Days Gone will be out as well. But oh, you, see, you oh have my. you have a benefit, and that's that if you don't finish the game, you don't have to sing the podcast. You have no repercussions. <laughs> <laughs> so hold it. So we've done barf for. I I, I deserve this, by the way. Now. I deserve this. Just you could go ahead. But I deserve this. Just want to know. Yeah, I, we've done I'm sixteen okay different games. We play a game every month. Uh, that either one of us hasn't played or both of us haven't played or it's a classic or something like that. And then everyone in the community, the intention is they play along with us and let us know how they did it as well. Uh, and Holden, of those 16-ish games, has played to completion maybe four of them. Yes. Great track record. So we Killing now it. have a... 25%. Uh, a nice. Exactly. 25%. Yep. I'm a quarter of the way there. All of them, with the exception of Far Cry 4, that we both just agreed, no, we're not playing this anymore. So I guess <laughs> is that a future answer to one of our uh, subscriber derogatives? <laughs> so if Holden doesn't play the game to completion, he has to sing on the podcast. Oh, man. The yeah. a song of our community's choice. So far, I've finished every game since. Every, since we made that role, he's finished every game. <laughs> no, actually, I would say this is really brilliant of Chad. I told Chad, you have to come up with a punishment. Because if I come up with it, it's going to be lame, and I'm just going to do the punishment every single month. So Chad had to pick one, and he happened to pick one of my biggest fears, which is singing. I just know yep. I will never sing. I'll never do it. No. And the song is going to be like... So Long Farewell from Sound of Music, or yeah, I Feel Pretty exactly. from yes. West Side Story. Something oh embarrassing. Oh, my God. And yeah, it's got to be West Side Story. With like, you got to get That's the clips fantastic. in there, too. Yeah. <laughs> Life is all right in America. You have to sing it in the accent, too. There you go. Oh, there it is. Yeah, you got to sell it, man. <laughs> yeah. Like, Make it as racist as possible. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great I idea wanna, wanna let's offend as many people arbitrarily as we possibly can <laughs> oh that's gold so our final part of our what do we call this sponsorship sorry I scrolled down the page and I lost the word 
Uh, you guys can, I guess this is kind of a sponsorship where you sponsor us a bit with giving us questions and shit to talk about. This is Ryan's subscriber interrogatives, where normally Ryan writes in and gives us a question to talk about. But we had two people this week who also subscribed <laughs> so submitted also subs- a Ryan's subscriber interrogative. <laughs> Whew. So first one from Ryan at Silosword on Twitter says, what is your favorite tinfoil hat conspiracy around video games, Shit. past, present, or future? I looked into I, this. You don't have any? I don't have one. I couldn't think of one. I, Off the top of my head, I thought of things like the secret cow level in Diablo 2, where they're like, it's not oh, a thing. Okay. But it was like, no, it's a cow. Or originally in Diablo 1, it was like, there's a cow level in Diablo 1, and there clearly wasn't. And then in Diablo 2, they put one in there. Yep. Um, or one. the old Pokemon thing for Pokemon Red and Blue, where like, if you skip SSN and then come back to it later, and you have strength, and you surf over there and push the truck, then muse inside the truck. I did that as a kid. doesn't work. <laughs> but then I was like, those aren't really conspiracy He tried five t- times. It didn't work <laughs> any of them. Uh, those aren't really conspiracy theories, though. So I Googled, and I, came up, I found an article called 20 Video Game Myths, Conspiracy Theories, and Urban Legends to Celebrate Halloween from Complex.com. And I have... Oh, I thought I had three, I guess. Oh, I do. I have three here that I wanted to talk about, but they're a little bit lengthy. So if you guys have something to talk about first, I want to do that, and then we'll wrap up with this. That's a conspiracy theory? Yeah. I don't... Yeah, I don't know. This you is... brought those up, and those those are like more like pranks, and like the whole yeah. thing with... Uh... Right. Yeah. Damn, I'm trying I... to remember the, the game publication. I think it was GamePro. They came out with the Shang Long for Street Fighter Two. Like, you had to do, like, all this crazy shit in the game. Then you had unlocked the teacher of Ryu and Ken, and you could fight him and stuff like that. Complete bull- bullshit. But they, they put it as, like, a sentence in the back of the magazine in the next month's issue. So you had all these kids just dump at quarters. Myself oh, my included. God. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Bastards, man. Bastards. Yeah. I, I actually just had a last-minute epiphany. Okay. Uh, I think a good example of a tinfoil hat conspiracy theory is oh, Reggie fils was in this photo with Jeff Keighley and he was wearing a Metroid shirt. Clearly this means that the Game Awards are going to show off Metroid. Like, that would be like a tinfoil hat conspiracy. And I don't know if I have a favorite because they're always so dumb. There's always yeah. just grasping <laughs> for straws. But one of my favorite ones recently was um, there was a patent or um, a trademark for uh, Watch Dogs 3. Therefore, it's going to be a next-gen console exclusive. Or a next-gen, next-gen console launch game. I'm like, no, I don't think it's going to be a next-gen launch game just because there's a trademark for the game coming up. Like, that doesn't make any sense. You're totally just grasping at straws right there. Uh, that's the only one recent memory I can think of. It's just people getting obsessed with next-gen. If a rock falls, it's because it's next-gen. Yep. And the next-gen's coming. <clears throat> I think that's kind of, I guess okay. that'd be my conspiracy theory. I don't. I don't have a conspiracy theory. There's just things I've convinced myself of over the years. <laughs> <laughs> like Half Life Three will come out. Yes. That <laughs> Yo, and, God. Uh, I swear to God, in the Top Gun game on NES, you cannot land the plane. They designed it that way that you cannot land the plane. Goose has to die. That. Every time. <laughs> Every time, Goose is just getting murdered over and over again. <laughs> Last last minute epiphany. There is a uh, Ocarina oh of Time one of these. I'm sorry, so I just I have so many epiphanies now. Um, in Ocarina of Time, there's a little side quest where you have to um, win a race against this guy who can run really fast, mm-hmm. and apparently it's unwinnable. And people didn't know if it was unwinnable or not. And someone glitched the game. They beat the race in zero seconds, and the runner beat them with a score of negative one seconds because it's always oh, just one less wow. than yeah. Dick. It's always just one second less. So there we go. 
Well, I've got three actual like tinfoil conspiracy theory things <laughs> from gaming history. We'll start with the oldest of the three. This one's called Government Mind Control and Weaponized Epilepsy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. We're going in big, Straight right? Straight up conspiracy <laughs> theory. Ready? Polybius was an arcade cabinet that was released in incredibly limited numbers in the early 80s. While that's not strange on its own, what was bizarre was how the game was only released in a few neighborhoods in the surrounding areas of suburban Portland, Oregon. Polybius would cause players to suffer vivid nightmares and, in some cases, suicidal tendencies. Thanks to a violently powerful strobe effect in the cabinet, players would also find themselves fighting epileptic seizures. Polybius vanished and has retired to the realm of conspiracy. Some believe the cabinet was released by DARPA, the same government agency behind MKUltra, and those killer robot videos you see all over YouTube, to test response to psychoactive machines. Even stranger are reports that once a week, men dressed in black would come through and collect data stored in the game's memory. You can watch the video above to see what Polybius looked like and some of the command options available. So there was that one, where they were testing arcade cabinets <laughs> possibly to be used as like weapons to cause instant epilepsy. Cool. Delicious. Yep. This one's a bit shorter. This one I think everyone probably is familiar really, with. Really quickly, is this why there has to be a government warning about this game might give you epilepsy? <laughs> Every damn time. Like, no, it could really happen. Absolutely. We know it could happen. Yeah, we, we did it. We did it. We know. We have the data. <laughs> we have the data. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead, Chad. I think people, most people are familiar with this one, the Madden curse. Nope, never heard of it. No? Mm-hmm. No. When Electronic Arts began featuring NFL stars as their cover athletes in the early 2000s, star players were lining one. up to get a slice of that free advertising. That is, mm-hmm. of course, until featured cover players started getting injured. For the next several years, every player that was featured on the cover got injured the following season. Sure, football is inherently a violent sport, and maybe we can leave it at that, but most NFL players are more superstitious than gypsies at a swap meet. Based on few data results or something like that? <laughs> Madden curse. How do they figure that one? I don't know. But the Madden curse, <laughs> that's another one. Like, if you appear on the cover of Madden, you're injured. There's probably someone waiting with a tire iron. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And then finally, this one I think is the most conspiracy theory of all of them. Fallout 3 predicts the future. Bethesda's Fallout 3 was a marvelous post-apocalyptic RPG, but it was also capable of telling the future. Throughout the game, players pick up radio signals in the wasteland of former Washington, D.C. The function of the radio serves as a means of broadcasting old pop songs, updating missions, and generally working to build a fuller game world. The device also predicts the future. Occasionally, a series of numbers, which sounds like Morse code, will be broadcast through your Pip-Boy. The story goes that the code predicted the Deepwater Horizon oil rig disaster right down to the day and hour. They knew Mark Wahlberg was going to be on that oil rig. (laughs) (laughs) And they predicted that disaster. (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) So apparently, if you're walking around in Fallout 3 and you hear those Morse code, they're trying to tell you something. So that was my favorite conspiracy theory. (laughs) Thank you, Ryan, for writing in with that question and educating me a little bit about some crazy people out there. We have two more subscriber interrogatives. They are related. This one comes from Dustin Hill, winner of... Right? That was the guy who won, right? I believe yeah. so. Yeah, winner it of was. our participation <coughs> Number four. Wins twice. He tweeted, at Respawn Namefire, a hashtag Ryan subscriber interrogative for you. Again, anyone can tweet a Ryan subscriber interrogative, but only Ryan can tweet a subscriber interrogative, thanks to his name. 
If you had to wipe your brain of one of your barf games, what is it going to be? I thought about this one, and I decided Bioshock, but not because it's bad, because it's so good. I want to play it again with no memories of that game. You want to go through Rapture all over again. That is a good game. Yeah, it's a very good game. Now, here's a question. Would you have wiped Bioshock... like? Would you have wanted to not have played Bioshock, but then play Bioshock 2, which mechanically is better in almost every way, and rediscovered Rapture that way for the first time? You're overcomplicating it. It's getting messy. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just remove Bioshock and just stick with just the first one. Because the, then I'll already know technically what happens in Bioshock in terms of gameplay and that kind of stuff if I still remember Bioshock 2. Then Bioshock right. 1 was completely a downgrade. So I don't like where you're going with this, Chad. I okay, just okay, okay. Just the original. <laughs> just the original. My first thought was Metro 2033 <laughs> because I did not enjoy that game at all. It was awful. But I'm actually kind of glad I played it because I know it's not good, and I did play it to completion. You're welcome. <laughs> I know it's not good, and that has made me resist Metro Exodus, which I know I won't like as much as I think I will like it because that marketing is so damn good. <laughs> so I'm glad I played that so it can inform my later future decisions. However, probably Deus Ex Mankind Divided. Oh, yeah. I had already had that, that wiped from my memory. I already <laughs> didn't care for the series of that. <laughs> yeah, can I change my answer to that one? Because you're totally right. <laughs> yeah. I didn't... I mean, that game, it was just so... I beat that one, too. That was one of I beat. You did. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Are you guys Mankind Divided fans by chance, or just Deus Ex fans? I'm not. That, I'm I'm not fascinated really. by the series, though. I've never like actually picked one up. I look at it, I'm like, ooh, that looks like it'd be good. Exactly what we, what we thought. Yep. And, and man, it's wrong, it was, huh? It's just. It was really just. Oh man, I had to rush through it because I'm like, I just want this to be over. I need it to be done. Oh I need God. it to be over. And just like, rush through it. Yeah. The but people love that game. Dialogue. It's a very well. It's a really well reviewed game, though. Yes. Yeah. That's, uh, and, uh, and people uh, love that uh, franchise. So we're in the minority, but we, I, I just, I'm, I'm sh- it's one of those games I'm shocked it's as well received as it is. Okay. So do yeah. you guys, how do you guys feel about Fallout 76? I didn't play it, but I was excited for it. I've never been a Fallout fan, and I'm also not a multiplayer guy. So that was not a, not a game Preach, for me. Preach, man. <laughs> I'm not a Fallout fan either. <laughs> yeah. I no, like Fallout. Same same. I just, they're just, they're also brown. <clears throat> Generally That's don't like the color brown. No vibrancy. Yeah. yeah. But the yeah, vibrancy um, comes from the characters and the, and the yeah. really funny dialogue and that kind of stuff. I I, mean, I like Fallout Four. I don't. I'm not in love with it. I never even f- completely finished the storyline, but I played like uh, a lot of that game anyway. But uh, 76 just never appealed. They didn't appeal to me after I heard how bad it was. But I was mm-hmm. super pumped about the idea of Fallout and everyone you meet is a real person. That sounded really cool to me, and then it just obviously didn't pan out to be a successful. Yeah, as I thought then it, it imploded. Good. Yep. Yep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you get those Morse code beeps in Fallout 76, oh, shit. Depending there you go. From what I heard. You get better HoloLens. <laughs> to... hmm. So I just realized right now that you guys haven't played our barf games. So you can't have answers to these questions. Or you don't even know what we played. Uh, um, so try so... to guess right now which games we play. All <laughs> 16 of them. Uh, <laughs> uh, Metal Gear Solid 5. Oh, what a no. good game, though. But oh also, gosh. yeah. Not the story Vanquish. I haven't played Vanquish. Vanquish. I've heard good things about that. Oh though. man, I've played I, like I beat a that good game. It's fantastic. It. Yeah, I think it's a very yeah. it's, a, it's a third person shooter, isn't it? Yep. Yeah, yes. I've heard yep. very good things about it. One of those kind of underrated games. classics. Very good. Uh, what other games? I'm trying to think. Barf games. Uh, yeah, like there's a Zelda game in there somewhere, right? 
that someone didn't We played complete. Ocarina of Time. Yep. Okay. And, Even and, though Holden's uh, played it 30 times and I played it twice. Well, we played it because, because it was the 20th anniversary of Ocarina of Time. Yep. It was, it was a special experience. <laughs> Backlog. And I played Master Quest. So that was my first time playing Master Quest. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Ooh, I'm trying to think. Just think. Oh, I'm so like think at, yeah, I got like candy games. 16 of them. 16 of them, right? Oh, I, Doom can, I actually have the list. I can read them off to you. Let me see. I have it I'll somewhere. be interested. Oh, Doom 2016 was oh, fantastic. Oh, such a good game. That. <laughs> that was a good Love one, right? Game. Actually, yeah. what we, was our first one? It was Bioshock, right? Uh, Bioshock, and then it was Met- Super Metroid. Um, I have a... F- what a dope wow. game. I don't have th- that notebook with me right now. I so that's, the, that's the... Uh, Holden writes things down. I do write things down in notebooks. Okay. Yeah, yeah try you searching have, you that. Kind of, you kind of have that, you know, analog writer vibe to you. I see it. <laughs> Thank you. You also Thank owned you. a typewriter. I did. Oh, I did. But when I moved around, I didn't have room to bring it with me. Oh, so. man. Bummer. Yeah. I do miss it, though. Yep. Well, we're so, going to move on to our second barf yes. question real quick. Uh, Trevor replied to Dustin's question. Uh, you guys remember Trevor Bettis from our first year of the guest earlier this year. He says, I'm going to piggyback off that. What's a barf either of you have wanted to do, but don't think it would make a good barf? So I have one that I said, hey, we should play this or barf. And Chad's like, I don't know if that'd be a good barf game because it's too short. And that's Undertale. Mm. Oh, yeah. But you ended up playing that anyway, right? No, I haven't. You still haven't beat it. it. No, I, I started playing it and then just I, – I was I was in this phase of just playing everything I could possibly get my hands on. And then yeah. Undertale just was in there. So I started it and I didn't get very Were you going the good. genocide run or are you doing the pacifist? Oh, I was doing pacifist. Okay. He still doesn't know the consequences of those actions, I, though. I don't I know the consequences of the actions, <laughs> but <laughs> I like the idea of playing a game without having to kill anyone. That's mm-hmm. that's a cool idea. Yep. And, and I'm curious how they handle that, because it's always, it's been very funny figuring out what it's going to be that makes that en- enemy, quote-unquote, yep. like you. I like right. that dynamic. It's a lot of fun. My answer is, I actually just brought this up to Holden yesterday or the day before, uh, I really want to make Borderlands 2 a barf. But I don't think it would work. One, because I've literally played it on five different platforms and beat it a hundred times. <laughs> but also... So it's your Ocarina of Time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but also, it's one of those games that you have to play with people. It's okay by itself, but it's a fun game to play with friends. So I, I called him and was like, Holden, what do you think about like giving us two months to play Bi- or Borderlands 2 but we only are allowed to play it together. Like we have to play it online together. But just like logistically, I have weekends off and you work every weekend and then you're in school <laughs> and it's, I, it's just, I don't know if it would work. Mm. Can you use different terms on the logistics? It's making me uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> so that's one that I would love to do, especially if we see a, a Borderlands 3 announcement at GDC in a few days probably. Um, but I don't know if it would be good. We'll find out. Dope! So we're going to move on now to our main quest. There's a caveat that I want to put on this main quest that Holden didn't realize while we were making it is that our main quest is going to be the rumored Google plans at GDC. This episode drops at 9 a.m. Eastern time on Tuesday. Uh, Google's announcing their plans at noon Eastern time on Tuesday. So almost everything we talk about right now will be either confirmed or denied already by the time you're listening to it probably but it's going to be fun to talk about and, and speculate yeah, to anyway. see how Absolutely. wrong we are exactly see how <laughs> yeah. wrong we are <laughs> 
how in hindsight these guys didn't know it. shit. Oh my god, they thought that was going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> so Holden, I want you to run through. I, I think the best way to do this would be run through just all the stories, all really the quickly. stories, and then we just chat afterwards. Yeah. So this is actually going to be pretty quick. Um, Jade Raymond, uh, who used to uh, work um, at Ubisoft is now at Google as a VP. I did it, Chad. I did it. I, I noticed. <laughs> um, Crystal Dynamics is going to be there, which means apparently the Avengers game is rumored to be there as well. Amy Hennig is going to be there. And then Ooh. id Software and Ubisoft will have representation as well. And then allegedly Sega is partnering with Google to make a next-gen console. That's kind of the quick <laughs> rundown. Those are two things I never thought I'd see in the same headline. Yep. Right? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. next-gen console. <laughs> Do you want to start with that one? Let's start with that one. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like I, we've been out of the hardware manufacturing since... When did Dreamcast come out? 2001? 1999, two, 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 two? I think. 99, yeah. was it? It's the it's, Y2K-proof yeah. console. And yeah. they, they, well, they killed it within like a year, right? Yeah, yeah, it was pretty quick. So they've yeah. been out for almost I two decades. I love the Dreamcast, though, man. Gosh, it's great. Everyone VMU, who had one seems to take a Sonic Adventure Chow around with yeah. you, the VMU, and yeah, love that console. So, but. a part of this whole next gen console with Sega is that a lot of Sega games are going to be coming to this next gen console. Um. Here's my thing is that Google has had a history in the past of working with third-party manufacturers to make different hardware, such as, like, the Nexus line of phones. Like, HTC helped them out. Samsung helped them out. And it was always like, hey, guys, HTC helped us make this phone. Hey, guys, Samsung helped us make this phone. But lately with the Pixel line, another company might be helping them make the phone, but it's a Google phone. It is not a different company's phone. So I I think feel like if they did do this sega wouldn't really be on the hardware and it kind of be more of like a after the fact thing we realized that sega was helping them out on it but sega's not a hardware company anymore so i just don't know why google would partner with with them right what expertise do they does that does sega now yeah. have on cur- even current gen yet alone next gen consoles it, that could, they could provide to google exactly yeah, it's so almost you been think 20 years just, is anyone still there who does hardware yeah now? are they if just any, like bringing people in for ip is that what you're thinking they're... Yeah, I'm thinking that like they're going to have the streaming service, and maybe they're just going to have Sega games be exclusive to that for a while, maybe? Because the article made a good point that there, we don't know about many uh, Sega games coming out besides that Sonic Racing game. It's pretty much a blank That's slate true. for them. That's we don't know much. True. Yeah. Um, and But at the same time, though, a few days after that story came out, a new Sonic game has been confirmed to be in development, but I don't think they confirmed any consoles for it. Let me just double check that. Yeah, they also said that we're not going to see any details about it until next year. Yeah, which means we're not going to see it uh, Tuesday. Right. Or yeah. if you're listening to this today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually going to go back to that story and find it. So, yeah, I'm I'm very, very skeptical of that. It sounds cool, and I'm sure that there's going to be a hardware component because Google's kind of getting into hardware lately, but I just don't think it's Sega. Yeah, Here's I... what the skeptic in me says, that... Google's just getting a bunch of big names up there to let you know what games are going to be a part of their streaming service. That's exactly what I'm thinking. Yep. Similar yeah. to like when the Wii U launched. And like, we've got, remember Mass Effect 3 from three years ago? Remember Batman <laughs> from four years ago? Well, we've got they, those. <laughs> they need to be able to say that we have a lot of games for you to stream. Exactly. Yep. So I yeah. think Crystal Dynamics are going to say, we've got the entire Tomb Raider trilogy ready to yep. go on Project, X, Project Stream. Totally. Uh, we've got... All of these Sega classics that nobody cares about anymore. Columns. Like, 
<laughs> Colin, I've got Dr. Dual. Robotnik's mean bean machine ready to go. <laughs> I think we'll hear things like Doom Eternal will also be on Google streaming service like when it comes out. Like we'll right. hear those like games we've already heard about. Yeah. yeah. The the mm. wrench in there for me. One is that it's a lot to call all these companies out. Well, they're already going to be there anyway. It's GDC. But Amy Hennig. What is Amy Hennig doing there? Yes. It's yeah. a hell of a name to be I, bringing I, out. This is what I think that's going to be. We're happy to announce Amy Hennig's next game will be on our streaming service. Period. Period. Do you think... Don't know we what don't know is. where she is, right? <laughs> no, I don't, she, does nah, she have her she, own studio now that she's doing small stuff with? That's yeah, right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. She's yeah. opening yeah. up her own place. Yep. So that game might be exclusive be... to Google because that's going to attract attention. Yeah. Yeah. It's very true. Maybe Google like bought her company. Maybe she's been open for three months, and they are like, hey, you would be it's possible. Well, I mean, Google's got that fuck you money. It can just yep. buy up yep. studios and <laughs> shit. So right, why though. wouldn't they? Microsoft's doing it because they know it's coming up. I'm sure Google yeah. aren't idiots. I'm, I'm sure they know it's going to happen. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, she's and that is a big name. I mean, she's oh yeah, a great, great female in the industry, but. And she hasn't released anything in a decade, so people it's, are like, "That's the thing." Too. I want to play an Amy Hennig. Yeah, they're yeah. hungry for it. And any exclusivity deal that Google may drop on her or bought her studio, it's going to add a lot of clout to show that to, to the gamers that they're serious about. Yeah, this. they're not playing. Yeah, it's not a joke. Yeah. yeah. Well, same mm-hmm. thing with Jade Raymond. <laughs> like, here's yeah, here's a nice salary, Jade. Come be a VP. Because yep. <laughs> uh, I was kind of as as Nick like to said. Yeah, Nick's told me it's like, are you cyber stalking her? Because I would check her Twitter or LinkedIn. I'm like, where is she? What is she doing? Because uh, like, she, you know, she's probably in the industry. She, you know, I'm gonna see what she's up to with you know the games or whatever. And then I saw that drop. And he made a comment. He's like, "There's a difference between checking in and hiding in the bushes." So, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Come on, man!" <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I think, yeah, I think either way, I'm really excited to see what Google's plans are. But not because of the games that they're going to announce. I just don't feel like we're going to see like big game announcements there. But what's exciting to me is that Xbox was announced at GDC for the first time. Like this is oh that's right yeah it's so like you know this I could be the start of something really really big it's gonna and be that's exciting the start with something new High School Musical y'all <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> I don't know I think with all the uh, I guess the the big thing for me it's not so much the names just like we were saying it's it's more of I just want to know the direction like what are they pushing yeah. for are they going more the multiplayer route or are they gonna like try to bring back old IPs like we're talking with Sega and stuff like that. Um, they're definitely going to be coming in hard. Uh, it's one of the few companies oh, yeah. that could give Microsoft a run for their money right now because mm-hmm. they do have that fuck you money. They can throw, they can throw money at Jade and be like, Hey, you know, just come hang out in the locker room for a bit. It doesn't matter. They don't care. It's not going to affect their bottom line whatsoever. Oh yeah. And, and even to build on that, the fuck you money thing too, they, Google's one of those companies that people will go to work for because it's Google, not because they're getting paid a lot of money. Yeah. Right. And I think that someone like Jade Raymond coming in uh, will have more of an influence than she might have had going to any other game company because Google is getting started and they want Jade to be the influencer to lead this. So like there's a lot of reasons that you would want to work for a company like this because Google is going to take it seriously and they're going to take you seriously working there. Absolutely. Absolutely. And um, what's this with Avengers game will be revealed at Google's event? Yeah, so Crystal Dynamics, one. the guys yeah. who make uh, the Tomb Raider games, uh, the newer Tomb Raider games, they're, they, I think 
it's known that they're working on Avengers game. It's not even a it rumor. Is like, it is, they're it's working confirmed they're working on this game. Yeah. But we haven't heard anything about it. It's been rumored it's a next-gen game. There have been lots of scuttlebutt around it. Um, I think that the only reason... Actually, even going to the article, they literally, I think they just say, Crystal Dynamics is going to be there. Maybe we'll see the Avengers <laughs> game. There was never like right. a... It, it's one of those things that definitive. It's every single conference that we've had in the last year has been like, Oh man, it's about time to hear about Avengers, and then we don't like hear about if Rocksteady were going to be there. Is the Superman game going to be there? Like it was <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's going to yeah. be that. I'm going to go to the article again though, because I'm pretty sure they worded it in a way that's just like this developer is going to happen to be there. Therefore, we think this could happen. Going back to the tinfoil hats. <laughs> yep, yeah, exactly. Right. Yep. Yeah, I think it's a lot more likely that they're just like, "Hey, Tomb Raider, we've got them all. Boom. You got an Xbox Game Pass. We we got them on Project Stream." <laughs> yeah, I'll read the full paragraph to you. Uh, that Crystal Dynamics is working on a Marvel-licensed Avengers game is already officially known. Crystal Dynamics is working on the project in collaboration with Eidos Montreal with plans to support it post-launch for, quote, years to come. Rumors about the Avengers game have swirled for some time now, with many expecting announcement during the Game Awards 2018 this past December that didn't come. As exciting as an Avengers announcement would be, there's really no evidence to support the rumor beyond Crystal Dynamics' <laughs> now-confirmed participation in the Google's GDC plans and feeling that the Google event will be bigger than many expect. So they have a feeling. Their gut is telling them. It's got to be gospel. Their gut told them it's at truth. Game Awards, and their gut told them at yeah. Games Week, and their gut told them <laughs> yeah. at E3. Exactly. That's kind of why oh I read gosh. the paragraph beforehead. Is, yeah, so it could have been at this one, but it wasn't. But it could be at this one. <laughs> could be. They stop eating Taco Bell before these. <laughs> oh, but Taco <laughs> Bell is so insane. good. Fuck <laughs> oh, up, Supreme Cheesy Gordita Crunch. Uh, Taco mm. Bell is delicious. Beefy Nacho Griller, man. Uh, That's where it's oh, at. Man. <laughs> so good. So good. <laughs> you know, they just sent me a push notification today. I said, Are you looking in your fridge? Stop it. Order us to your door instead. I was like, you know exactly who you're talking to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it says, is the fridge calling your name? Don't answer. You've had a day. Get Taco Bell delivered to your door tonight. Oh, oh man. bastards. Bastards. I've had, had a day. That's like the they Taco Bell equipment. They know. Like, you up? Yep. <laughs> they it's like the booty me. call by Taco Bell. <laughs> Fuck. Yep. <laughs> At 2 a.m., it's like, yo, you up? Yeah, I'll order Taco Bell. And yeah, don't judge me. I get push notifications from Taco Bell, and I enjoy it. <laughs> I'm not. I'm, I'm frustrated I haven't got it yet. It's hurtful. I'm like the side it's chick. It's hurtful. <laughs> side chick. <laughs> side chick. <laughs> oh, God. So that's, but, I think, if they don't hear the back things... from Chad, they'll text you, Nick. Don't worry. Yeah, it's true. It's true. <laughs> I think that's all the things we think might be coming, but of course, again, you guys probably know more than we do at this point. So uh, let us know your reactions you to all the cool future people there in the future. You future people. You watch that Hulu show, Future Man? No. I watched like six episodes of it, which was like, I think there were seven or eight in the season. So I so made a like big it. commitment, but didn't finish it. I was like, it's just not that good. It's not good, huh? That's but I watched about... a lot of it. <sighs> Who was in that again? Sean Penn was in that, right? That was uh, the guy who played PETA. Sean Penn. Is it Sean Penn? <laughs> no? Sean Penn? Sean Penn, like from Milk and Sean... I Am Sam? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Isn't he in? Am I wrong? I guess no, I'm wrong because you're laughing from at Hunger me. Hunger Games. <laughs> okay, no, Sean so Penn I'm... is definitely not in that show. I, I thought he was in that show. Well, you look it up while I uh, talk <laughs> to these gentlemen about We Are So Fucking Humble. I looked it up and your laughs, that's all I needed to hear. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly I was wrong. 
so this is do you guys remember right before we started the show I said hey I have a fourth question for you yep cuatro sonios tienes and then I forgot what it was this was the question do you guys have something for we are so fucking humble any articles or any topics you wanted to bring up to discuss sure Great. I thought of something. We're going to take a back seat because we're so fucking humble, and we're going to let you drive the show for a bit. <laughs> okay. Um, I was thinking about this app because of the Anthem story playthrough earlier today, actually. Mm-hmm. And, you know, all the hubbub about Anthem. You know, the campaign's not long enough. There's not a story, this, that, the other thing. When did, when did it become an issue or an expectation for us gamers that a game would be 12 plus, 20 plus hours of a, of a campaign playthrough? Like, when did that become a thing where it's like the game is not good or doesn't have a good story or campaign if it's not X amount of time or X amount of content? I think it goes back to the NES. Personally. Yeah, I can't think of a time where it hasn't been that way. Yeah, when um, we started actually getting, like, JRPGs and stuff like that, and that's that's sort of becoming the standard with, like, Final Fantasy 2, 3, and uh, you would sit there for 60, 70 hours. You know, it was like a... It's like a dollar per hour of video game, you know. Um, I think that that kind of set the tone here in the Western market because uh, I do. I play. I, I love campaign-heavy games. I really hate multiplayers, like you were talking about earlier. Um, if I'm going through a game, I want to be able to like slow down, kind of like really enjoy the environment, check out what's going on with the environment building, see what's happening with the lore. Uh, and it, it, it depends on the game. I don't expect that shit out of like Contra. You know what I mean? Uh, it's just. It depends on the title, um, but definitely if I'm playing RPG, if it's anything less than 20 hours, I'm kind of getting pissed off and I feel like I got gypped. That's my take, I guess. I think think that mentality does come from, uh, one, with like arcades, you want to make sure every quarter you get as worth as much as you possibly could. But also, I mean, if you think about on NES and SNES, there was so much padding and grinding put into games to make them last longer so that you would play them more. Um, and I think that definitely helped out too. Whenever you're like budget wise, oh, I can only afford one game this month, mm-hmm. or you're a kid and you only get them at Christmas because that's when the games are released for a very long time. Right. Like, how do you make this game last as long as possible? Uh, so I think that has been around with video games. I actually think we've become more accepting of it since digital downloads started becoming a thing. I was just going to say that because you can price games differently nowadays, it's not just the standard; mm-hmm. it has to be sixty dollars or whatever the equivalent yep. was in previous generations. Uh, that's the less of a thing. Like you mentioned, the example of uh, of JRPGs have to be uh, twenty hours. Like if you, want, if you have an RPG, it has to be that long. Well, Child of Light was a really well reviewed game. That was an RPG. I think it was only like ten hours or so. Yeah, same with Bastion. Bucks. Maybe with Bastion. Yeah, it was fifteen bucks. God, yeah. Bastion's so good. Bastion's very good. Yeah. So I think that price has kind of changed that conversation a lot. Mm-hmm. I think the conversation now is coming more into, well, Cyberpunk 2077 is going to be this massive game that's going to be way bigger than anything else. Should it cost more? That scares me. I want it. It does yeah. scare me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Need it. I want it. If they charged $100 for it, yeah, I'd be like, God damn it, I'm spending yep. 40 more dollars on this game <laughs> than I was originally going to. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, because the one, the one game that came to mind you know, going through my gaming history was... Um, Heavenly Sword on the PS3. Oh, Ooh. yeah. Which, well, like, I remember, like, reading articles and stuff like that back when that was released. Like, people were just slamming it because it was only, like, an eight-hour playthrough. Like, start to finish. It's like, this game is so short, blah, 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 blah. You know, you paid X amount of dollars for this. It should be longer, whatever the case may be. Yeah. But I, I enjoyed it. So I felt I got my money's worth out of it. Yeah, it was only eight hours, but why does it have to be mm-hmm. longer to enjoy it? I guess... 
that's kind of what I'm getting at. And I just want your guys' takes on it. Well, I I don't know. I I think it I think it goes back to content too. If they can accomplish the job effectively, if they can tell the story that they're trying to tell and bring you along for the ride effectively in ten hours, then yeah, I think I think I got my money's worth. If uh, it feels like a rushed kind of like slammed together piece of shit game, then yeah, I'm upset. I'm trying to think of a good uh, Soul Reaver. While I love that game and I wish they would remake it, I think that's a prime example of it. It changed apartment heads, I think, three times in the course of its evolution. And you can see it. Like, uh, story-wise, that game is a fucking train wreck. Like, you're playing, and then it feels like it completely switched focus, like, a quarter of the way through. And then it switches to something else, and then it brings you back to kind of what they were doing in the beginning. Um, but all the concepts and mechanics of it are really cool and compelling. And, me, and it's like, man, I really wish you guys would have done something better with this. I think a big part of yeah. it, too, is how well it does what it's trying to do. Yeah. If you think of, from that same, from Ninja Theory, Sending a Sacrifice. Oh, that so was, good. what, six, eight hours long, I think? Yep. Um, that game, also I would cheaper. pay, I'd pay 100 bucks for that game. I, yeah. That no, game was so freaking good. That game was yeah. really good because it was $40. I, yeah. It's a great game, but like it, <laughs> it it's forty dollars. It's fifty. Okay, I think I think it was forty when it first came out. Is it fifteen now? Uh, it's also on Xbox sale. Game Pass. Okay, oh, so. <laughs> yeah, it's, really it's just out um, there. But yeah, how well it does that, and then whether or not now it, you know back in the NES era they used to pad it out with a bunch of stuff, mm-hmm. but today we're less accepting of that, especially now that a lot of us have grown up and we're like, I don't have a hundred hours of sinking in this game. But mm-hmm. if you think about something like Shadow of Mordor, or no, mm-hmm. what was the second Shadow of War? Shadow of War. Yeah. The big conversation around that was you could pay microtransactions to speed up the things that you don't want to grind through because they're not worth Well, I, I actually didn't play it, but the conversation that I read was, oh, there's a lot of padding in it to encourage you to spend that money to speed up gameplay. So yeah, I personally am of the, like, if it can be a tight 12 hours, mm-hmm. absolutely. I'd, I prefer that over a kind of inconsistent 20-hour, 30-hour experience. Yeah. Like totally. Like South Park RPGs are the perfect one. <sighs> yeah. Those Perfect. are so grindy. Oh God! Yes, that's a good. That's a good game. That's a good reference. Damn. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like thinking into like the future. Like if The Last of Us Part Two came out and that game was only eight hours long, but it was really fucking good. Mm-hmm. I'm fine with that. If the story yeah, was mm-hmm. really good and I feel the the, the characters were given uh, good development throughout uh, and, and it's a good continuation of the story, I'm all for that. As long as it was a good eight hours and I don't feel like they rushed it through. Yeah. Okay. Agreed. No, I'm with you. I'm with you on that. Yeah, going back to Hellblade, man. I, psh, that game was amazing. Uh, that was another game that I had to. I I had to tell Holden you're playing this, but I also yeah. had to yeah. do that with money. I had to buy the game for yeah, him. He literally, <laughs> he literally <laughs> bought the game for me. And at first, I wasn't liking it. It wasn't until the the, the last two thirds of the game that I really started oh, to like man. that game. He just wasn't good at it. Yeah, I just don't understand because he didn't know you could run. I don't think that, that game teaches you mechanics as at very well at the beginning. <laughs> It was a little confusing gotcha. at the beginning. But once gotcha. you learn the mechanics, it's great. Yeah, such a good game. I was also an idiot. There's also that. <laughs> <laughs> it you happens, know. man. It happens. It, yeah. <laughs> Things get the best Silicone of Silicone is for breast implants. Silicon <laughs> is for technology. Wait, wait, wait. I'm going to get my pen and paper one more time. <laughs> good discussion, Evan. Good topic. Oh, thanks, man. Nick, did you have anything you wanted to bring up as well? Uh, nothing that's going to be amazing. I, I got nothing for you. <laughs> uh, the only question that I had, and this was one that um, when I read your guys' deal, it kind of popped up. I, I've done it on a different podcast before this one. So 
um, I guess the question is this. So at what point um, did we as kind of a culture start kind of crossing the line when we have character development and things like that and we start getting a little bit more invested in video games visually on a visual aspect and we start associating our personal identity with whatever the avatar that we create is? Um, when does that kind of start becoming something that, that, uh, is a little bit dysfunctional, I guess, uh, you look at EverQuest when that came out, people spent thousands upon thousands of dollars to create their characters. And when they died, uh, that was it. Like you couldn't log off the game or anything like that. So they came up with different safe havens and guilds would like come up with guards that would make sure that you're okay while your character was sleeping in the game. But when people died in that game, that actually commit suicide. They ended up forming support groups and things like that. This is in the early two thousands, very well documented, wonderful studies on it. Um, if you're not, or if you're into that, I guess, go check that out. But, uh, so at what point, um, do we kind of start crossing that line when we're doing that character creation, whether it's Skyrim or, uh, what's another good one where you can do an avatar. Um, there, there's, there's a lot now where you can sit there and you can spend hours upon hours upon hours putting yourself into this game. And, you start getting that kind of connection to what your character is. Is there a title out there that you really self-identify with? And we can go, you know, as superficial as saying like, oh, Master Chief, like that's my dude, you know, um, putting yourself in the story. Where does that kind of start crossing the line a little bit for you? It's That's a good question because when I think back to me playing Zelda games as a kid, I just kind of said, fuck the story. I'm making my own story. Link is me, and this is what I want to do in the world. And, and I had that attachment to a pixelated character on screen. Um, I think so much of it is imagination has mm-hmm. to do with it and how much you just imagine yourself in that character, regardless of how you know graphically amazing that character might look. Um, I don't know. That's a really good question because it just depends on the person, I think. Mm-hmm. And someone might need... PS4 graphics to actually give a shit about what that person or that, that avatar is doing <laughs> right. on screen, but then like I can't understand why someone has an emotional connection to NES games. I really don't. I really don't understand it because I just because I don't have that myself. <laughs> SNES when that first started happening for me, but you guys started NES, so you probably do have some emotional attachments to those eight bit characters on screen back in the NES era. I think it's really subjective and it depends on the person. Yeah, talking about uh, like creating your own story, Contra was like probably one of the biggest ones for me. There's kind of like a nonverbal story that happens, and you got like your end screen, your exit screen on it. But um, I don't know. I did come up with like my own like storylines, like dropping in off the chopper and like all that shit. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree, man. I'm usually. I'm usually of the, I don't enjoy character creators and I don't like making something that's like reflective of me. I enjoy video games and film and television because I like to see stories about other people. And I'm so empathic. I'm so good at being <laughs> that like I find those connections to other people. Like being able to see and experience Ellie's story in The Last of Us, mm. I think is something that, I mean, if I had put myself in that situation, I wouldn't have felt anywhere nearly as strong as if literally. A character that I made representing me went through all the same shit. I don't think I would have felt it as strongly as watching Ellie experience it through her eyes. Okay. I think so, it's because they can, they can treat uh, Ellie like a real person in a way that a just randomly created avatar never could. There's always like an awkwardness to animation yeah. yep. because it's not – it's always just a character model, generally speaking, for – 
everyone who plays the game, or regardless. That's why of, I also mm-hmm. did yeah. like Stock Shepherd in Mass Effect. Yep, just because mm-hmm. I yeah. knew that's the one they made the animations for, so it's going to look. Best for that <laughs> it's going to look the <laughs> best. Yeah. All right. So you think that character creation actually takes you out of the story? It ruins the immersion for you, then? Yeah, it's because I'm I'm not there personally. I'm yep. not there to experience a good story about what might happen to me in this world. I'm there to find out about how this character is experiencing and going through everything there, which is it, why awesome. Holden and I very much different have different opinions about Breath of the Wild. <laughs> I love that game. Um, so, yeah, to kind of piggyback off that too, I think what I don't like about character creators, because I've never thought about it in this context before, but it takes you out of that imagination for me because I want to just get into the world that the developer made. Mm-hmm. And now I have to look at this ugly face that I'm changing and going through menus <laughs> to determine how much uglier this face could possibly get. Mm-hmm. How forward should play... my forehead be? <laughs> but like, can you imagine if like you go in to see you know, the next Avengers movie. And they go, okay, guys, which cape did you want Captain America to have? And you start, like, polling the audience to figure mm-hmm. out what the movie's going to be before you watch. No, I just want to watch the movie. I just want to get into it yep. and figure out what the movie's going to be. Nice. Someone else has decided how fucking awesome that Captain America cape is going to be. He doesn't even wear a cape. I don't know why I said cape. Jeez. I was going to tell you all of that. <laughs> yeah, okay. no, I thank you. you all of that. I was like, whatever. Yeah. No, no, no. You, I don't do the superhero stuff that often, so you're, you oh, had every right to call me out. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen Captain Marvel yeah. yet. I don't know if I'm going to. Totally I good. haven't either. So I want to see it, though. It's great. It's great? Nice. You should see it. I thought but it was very Absolutely good. before you see Endgame, but Fact. also you're definitely going to see Endgame. Well, I'm going to so. see Endgame because I did really like Infinity War. That was you watch Marvel. It was yeah. pretty fucking awesome. Infinity War was a great ending. I loved it. Ending. So good. But back to your back to your topic, Nick. Um, do you think with, like, especially with the open world or MMORPGs or the larger RPGs online into that, when you create this character... Do you think the what they call the hero complex comes into into play at all with that? Like being able to act out as the hero that they otherwise wouldn't do in real life. And that's they get attached to to being that way more so than the actual avatar itself. Yeah, I think we could get really super into it if you want to. Yeah. Like with Freudians like <laughs> it going, and, going and you know, hole. your own your own persona and projection. Um, I think the one that I was thinking about earlier is Final Fantasy XIV. The character creation on that's immense. Uh, we're talking down to race, sex, and like all the way like in your clothing and stuff. And people have been playing that game nonstop, hardcore. Like the guilds in that are immense. And um, like they'll hold like funerals. Like you can like live your entire life in this altered kind of universe all the way through marriage to divorce. I mean, the entire gambit. And uh, a lot of people really put a lot of stock into that. And when, when something fucks with that kind of that other self, it starts having repercussions in their life. But I think you can you can argue that point to anything. Like if you really love cars and you dump all of like your time and energy and your caring and your emotional kind of context into that vehicle and somebody keys it, like you're going to want to fucking kill them, you know? So I, I, I think that, that uh, we're going to see that more and more with VR and things like that, where you can really start crossing that line. We start blurring that line into uh, um, altered reality, not so much virtual reality, but as altered reality. And we can kind of start blurring that at, at a whim. I think that we might start seeing some some repercussions with, with our own psyche. I'm really for it. I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, that sounds super interesting. <laughs> well, dope. I don't know if... if... Our answers. No, I think they're amazing. To answering your question, but it was a good discussion. <laughs> <laughs> no, I appreciate it. everybody's inputs. Valid on that. 
We're going to move on to our last segment called Game On Game Show, which is Game On, our gaming show on our game show. It's a game we play on our game show called Game On. Keep this the exhibit week, meme. <laughs> <laughs> this week we have another recurring one called Now Flesh It Out, Now Flesh It Out, where I'm going to give you a mashup. Oh, man. Oh, man. We've got three mashups. I'm going to name like two this. games in the like mashup, and we figure out what that game might look like. Oh, Jesus. So our first one. What do you think it would look like if we mashed up Assassin's Creed with Mario Kart? Holy fuck. <laughs> oh my god. I think okay, it would right look off the bat, let me tell you, I can't wait to see Luigi like sneaking up behind Wario and just slitting his throat. <laughs> oh my god. I was just picturing it where you just have whatever city was in that Assassin's Creed game. You just have little Mario Karts everywhere like you can pick. So you'd be yeah, on the rooftops. You climb the rooftop. You, then you have to get in the cart and just like jump from rooftop to rooftop while avoiding the guards, all the, um, what are the Templars, who are in carts chasing behind you and, and the, just racing throughout the city. Oh you have to God. throw shells at them and banana peels to get away from them. <laughs> the Templars are actually right. Goombas. Yeah. Yeah, they're all Goombas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I actually went, yeah, I went exactly to the, to the Mario Kart route i was like oh man i want to see ezio with like his knees up here trying to fit into one of those little cars <laughs> trying to like, cruise around the track just like crossbowing people <laughs> yep. taking them out that's amazing <laughs> awesome. okay here's a badass like movie to make though he he drives off a building jumps out of the car and then lay, lands in the haystack boom Oh, there Boom, it is. The high. haystack. Is. Gotta have the haystack. Gotta man. have the haystack. Yep. Yeah. All right. Gotta have the Mario haystack. They find his cart and they're like, Peach's where did he throat. go? Oh, shit. <laughs> it's getting dark. He just loves slitting throats. And then throats. he has to jump in a cart. I just want these people to slit throats. That's all I want. <laughs> Mario pulls out his hidden blade, slits Peach's throat, jumps in his cart, and then it's a chase scene. And then he he's running out of gas or something, and he drives into a haystack. All the Goombas passing on by. They miss him. Boom. That he gets out yeah, and, then, and then he gets out and, and then Toad stands Daisy's up. throat. <laughs> Toad stands up from like out of the crowd. He like pushes his way through. He's, he can't slit his throat because he's too fucking short. And he does like he does like the kidney stab with the hidden blade that just like walks on by. Yeah. like he's like oh shit and goes down. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and so much parkour. It. Yeah, there's gonna be Mario Kart parkour. Car parkour. Car core. Car core. Car core. Oh my god. <laughs> Make it transporter. That look sounds like, like <laughs> it sounds like a Sharknado kind of movie. Like car core. <laughs> There's gonna be five of them. <laughs> yep. It's gonna be great. Terrible knockoffs of Fast and the Furious. Car core. Car core. <laughs> Starring Tara Reid. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. god. <laughs> All right. Game number two. Your games are Turok and Pikmin. I've not played either of those. I've never played Pikmin. Pikmin, Pikmin you're just this little adorable space guy, and you yeah. have uh, little. They kind of look like uh, uh, they're like little plant people in different colors: red, blue, green. Yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. Red ones do fire. They have like leaves on their head. And okay. Turok. So... And Turok, dinosaur. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, I know. I remember Turok. Yeah, I know this has nothing to do with Turok. I haven't played Turok, but I have seen the Jurassic Park movies, and in the second one, <laughs> exactly where the same, they man. exactly the same thing. Both have dinosaurs in it. When they get to, I think it was Los Angeles at the end of the second movie. This is where the game comes uh, in. New York? I think? No, maybe it was. Not. It, it was an American know. city. You're in an American yeah. city. That's all that's important. There are people yeah. around, 
and you are the guy, <laughs> Olimar, Olimar is the character in Pikmin. From Pikmin, yeah. That, that controls little Pikmin. Well, he's controlling dinosaurs, and he just sends dinosaurs to like destroy buildings <gasps> and eat people and stuff. And oh it's my like God. a total destruction game, and you're just destroying everything. Yes. So you know like how you so it's like almost dinosaurs. like Rampage, except like yeah. I'm on board with this. Yep. Yeah. So I'm you know how blast. he can like throw Pikmin, and you can like have a bunch of them, and they're like stuck to people, and like yeah, totally. doing damage. Yeah. The in the beginning of Lost World, Jurassic Park Two, the Lost World. Oh yeah. There's the compies, the little tiny dinosaurs, and they're just like oh, yeah. Yeah. death by a thousand cuts. <laughs> Fun fact about that scene: that's actually the first chapter of the first book, and it's nothing to do with the second. I know. I've read all. the book. The fucking Jurassic Park book is brilliant. So good. It's really good. Michael Crichton's a great writer. R.I.P. Mm-hmm. He's fucking great, dead. Any other ideas for? Tw- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, like, I, had to, I had to throw something in there. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh yeah, it was like a decade ago too. It's been a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Missed that one. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> 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 fucking dead. <laughs> Great. I think we decided that one real quick. Next up, last one, Bayonetta. Fuck yeah. And Captain Toad Treasure Tracker. I haven't played fucking Bayonetta, but dude. I can't even imagine. I have never played Captain Toad Tr- Treasure Tracker. It's the one right that's on the demo thinking... like on every Wii U in in the in like Walmart. I'm playing it right now. It's or Switch, sorry. It's very Captain charming and Toad. cute. Unlike Wrapped Bayonetta. in hair. Hair disappears. <laughs> he's naked underneath. We finally figure out what's under his mushroom hat. It's oh. not his mushroom tip. It's his hair. No, no, no. You just have, to- no, you just have Toadette in her pigtails. You would just like swing the pigtails. Oh, my gosh. That's pretty there funny. Go. I was okay. just thinking Bayonetta would just have Toad for shoes. Toadette's <laughs> 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 like, chilling. And then she launches them off at the bottom of her shoes. You know that crazy Japanese... <laughs> or just an extremely hard version of Bayonetta where you have to play as Captain Toad who cannot jump, who cannot attack anything oh, and you have awful. to beat that game <laughs> just throw turnips, that's, that's it you can, you that's can only, it. but you have to have a turnip around you to pick up and throw and you only get the one if you miss, that's it, that's it. it's a very hard game <laughs> here's what I also want, I want a Bayonetta game Mario where you're Bayonetta <laughs> So she has these things where she can summon for attacks, like these hair demons, and they come Mm -hmm. out of a portal, they attack, and they go back in. I want her to just be attacking, and the portal opens up, and Toad just sticks his head out and goes, hello! (laughs) And then... (laughs) Just, like, bops him on the head with a turnip or something. Or or the opposite of that, which is you have that demon spawning ability in Captain Toad Treasure Tracker, so you don't have to pick up the turnip. You can just have a demon come in and rip that Goomba apart in a really <laughs> horrific way. It's like, Mom, what oh the fuck God. is this game? <laughs> and then Toad sneaks up behind him and slits his throat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, or if Toad goes to pick up a turnip and what you think is hair is actually just bayonetta, he pulls up out of the ground and starts looking at <laughs> Nice. She's just starting shooting everybody in the face. <laughs> Be so good. Bazooka That's boots. Great. Boom. All right. <clears throat> Thanks, guys, for playing. Now flesh it out on Game on Game Show. <laughs> that is the end of our game show as well as the end of our podcast. Uh, so what I want to do before we wrap up is say thank you so much, both of you guys, for joining us. I had a thank blast. You for pleasure. Thank you for having Holden us. Holden was having a really shitty day before all of this, but he smiled yeah. quite a bit on this podcast. I did. I, this is the highlight of the day easily. Uh, I want to give you guys a, an opportunity to plug again your show and let people know where they can find you. What do you want them to subscribe to, et cetera, et cetera. Go for it. 
All right. Well, uh, Nick and I do the Fresh Takes Gaming podcast. We live stream it every Friday on Mixer. So it's mixer.com slash Fresh Takes Gaming, 9 p.m. Eastern time. And then we have the audio portion of it on podcast services pretty much everywhere the following Monday. So that's that. You can follow us on Twitter at Fresh Takes Pod. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Bubdrum. That's B-U-B-D-R-U-M. Sometimes a game stream on Mixer as well. Same handle. Basically, if you type in B-U-B-D-R-U-M, you're going to find me. I don't I'm know how many other people platforms. you'll find. Yeah, that's, yeah that's you're going to find me. Bubdrum. That just, <laughs> there I am. Xbox, Steam, whatever. I'm there everywhere. Same name. Dope. Nick. <laughs> I was like, you? okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think this is the most I've heard my first name in years. Just, 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 just <laughs> like a small caveat. Yeah. Oh, that's right. People call you O. Yeah, people call me O. Uh, but Ooh, you can you, find you me as... trafficking. You should probably stay away from O's. <laughs> this is the first time I've actually ever called him Nick. <laughs> uh, you can find me at the DS Claw on Twitter. Pretty much everything else. Uh, Xbox Mixer. Um, I do my own deals there. Usually. Well, my schedule got changed, but generally I am Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday throughout the week. I go live 9 p.m. Central and I go until I get tired, which is probably about two in the morning. Fuck insomnia. So, uh, but if you want to find me on Twitter, I love to chat. So hit me up. Awesome. Thanks again, guys, for joining us. Until next time. Well, really quickly, though, we forgot what? what? What our first episode of April is going to be our kind of E3 oh, like, yeah. next gen uh, situation. Um, please like just send us any uh, predictions you have or things you want to see in the next generation, and we will read them on air. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Awesome. Until next time, here's our usual sign off, and then he just slits her throat. <laughs> <laughs>